KZN's number one hit music station. And if you're just joining us, welcome. It's a Wednesday. It's a Woman Crush Wednesday. And every Wednesday, we profile amazing women in amazing spaces doing phenomenal things. And the reason we do this is just to get us to the weekend. You know, it's been a tough week. And uh, I'm so excited. Today, we're going into the music business space, okay? In studio with right with me right now is Tando Makunga. Tando is a South African music business executive and the managing director of the largest independent music publisher in Africa, Sheer Publishing. Tando has worked on the continent to drive collaboration, knowledge sharing, and improved access to information on publishing and the rights of creators. Now, Tando has an extensive background in broadcasting and programming and executive roles at Kahiso Media as well as Prime Media Broadcasting. She works privately as well as an executive and management coach with clients in the creative and corporate industry. Tando is an absolute powerhouse and I am more than honored to have you here as our Woman Crush Wednesday. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for the welcome back. A lot of memories flooding in because I obviously started my career here at East Coast Radio very many, many, many moons ago as a presenter. Wow. So it's been actually quite emotional. <laughs> to, wow. Yeah, quite, that, that's you know, coming insane. into this building, yeah. Well, thank you so much for accepting our invitation as our Woman Crush Wednesday this Wednesday. Um, and I love the fact that you're in the music space, you know, from radio into music publishing mm-hmm. and, of course, the continent as itself yes. and, and the music that the African uh, the continent brings. Talk to us about your passion for just music because radio is music and now you're in music there. Yeah. So, I mean, I started obviously at East Coast Radio. Um, I sort of transitioned into the music team <clears throat> while I was on air because I was curious yeah. as to who, who decides that we need to play Whitney Houston five times a day. Right. <laughs> Who's making that decision? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, uh, so could, sort of became curious about programming and music programming and obviously went into um, other music radio and other radio stations. So always been a, a just passionate about music, South African music in particular, Yeah. Uh, being very intentional as well about uh, when I was at a, a previous radio station just making sure that we're creating opportunities for female performers. Right. So I remember, I think, the first time that um, I was at another station and we had Shekana on the lineup for the very first time. Yeah. And you know when you have that ri- that, that sort of nerve around, is she actually going to show up as right. big as the songs, you know, because yeah. it was our first time having her on the lineup. So, or, you know, it's those types of decisions that you make to say, let's put, you know, uh, female creators in particular, uh, give them opportunities, um, you know, whether it's on stage, behind the scenes, um, and also, I think for me, like in publishing, the thing that I'm realizing a lot, unfortunately, mm-hmm. is that there's a, um, almost a an intentional exploitation of women in the creative industry. Wow. It's actually, um, I mean, you, you read about these things and you hear about it, but but I think women in creative spaces are probably the mo- most exploited. And a lot of the times you'll find things like they're credited as the performer uh, and not necessarily given the credit as the songwriter. And, and obviously from a publishing point of view, songwriting is really where you start to uh, transition into ownership of the work that you've created. So mm. that's what we do as publishers. And obviously, as you start to dig in and see, you know, what's underneath the layers, right. <clears throat> you know, those are the things that um, I think are concerning and that also as a business, you know, we're trying really hard, whether it's, you know, finding opportunities for creators or having conversations with them that are very uh, honest <laughs> about right. what they need to be on top of and not just focusing on being on stage and the Instagram followers, and you know, which is great. That part of the business is exciting. But the other side of it, which is probably not as exciting, is probably the most important, which is basically owning your copyright, owning the things that you've created and building on that in terms of an asset wow. that you can leave to, for your children or your family, yeah. you know, in future. 
future. So publishing for me has been, I mean, we always know this, right, as, as women. It's uh, sort of revealed a lot in terms of the truth around where the money is in the, in the music industry uh, and also how little, you know, unfortunately, a lot of our creators across the continent, not just in South Africa, um, know about how much they own. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. I was actually going to go into my next question, which is how music and publishing and the the, the boss end of, of running the business of music is so male dominated. How has it been for you finding your feet, not only in the continent, but in the space of music? Um, it's the same as, as with any, you know, environment where you find, I mean, when I was in radio, I think there were maybe two or three of us on air and we were always the foil. That's what yeah. they used to call it. The foil. Yeah. So okay. you just smile and, and be happy okay. and bring energy to the show. And that's your role as a woman, you know. Wow. So, um, but it's changed and it's transitioned, fortunately, into, you know, you've got a female presenters doing, you know, uh, uh, their own breakfast shows and things like this. So. And that's, I think it's the same in, in the music industry. It is changing. Um, I think publishing in particular globally actually mm. has a higher percentage of female corporate heads, if, if I could call it that. But there are still spaces within the music industry that are just... Even, you know, me as my, I just, I feel uncomfortable and, you know, I'll step out of certain situations. I'll I'll not go to certain meetings. It's Lagos at 1 a.m. in the morning. Uh, I'll miss that meeting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do that one. Right. You know, so you just have to be practical um, about it and realistic about it in as much as in you face misogyny, you'll face those comments. It's it's the reality of the world that we live in as women working in, you know, in business. It is male, male dominated and you navigate your way through it you know whichever way that you can so yeah. uh maybe i'm just a bit of a tough cookie but for me at this <laughs> i point, think that's it yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah at this point i'm just like okay and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But> we move <laughs> so so talk to me also about the cross-pollination of uh, music right in africa just a couple of weeks ago there was a whole fight on social yes. media about the originators of amapiano right we, which we we you know we've now we've now established is very clear south africa and nigeria has also done their thing and america's doing their thing um but how do you feel about the face of music in Africa and the collaborations that are happening because I I personally I mean my surname is Ofori so my husband's Ghanaian I'm South African I'm very pan-African and I love the thought of Africans working together are you seeing more of this or is there still the separation amongst African musicians and artists not at all Um, and I think historically it's never been that when Mm. when it comes down to it I think whenever we meet with um, producers artists songwriters everywhere we go whether it's in Kenya Ghana, as you say, they just want to work with other creators, you know, so put me in touch with, you know, your hottest vocalist or your, you know, hottest I'm a piano producer or I heard the song. They listen to the music, they consume it, you know, they're, they're creators. So they admire other creators. So I think on a creative level, there's no, there are no issues, but I think perceptually, and we know the sort of historical issues between Nigeria and South Africa, whether it's sports or, you know, it's everything. <laughs> We're always competing. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, I do think though, for me, that particular conversation just sort of highlighted a missed opportunity. Um, in terms of how we position a product that's very uniquely South African mm. that should have been marketed in a certain way. And I think government has a role to play here as well. Uh, business has a role and obviously the music industry has a role to play. Mm. Um, <clears throat> because the one thing from, from music that emanates from music is not just people consuming the songs and we're touring, but it's also tourism. You know, it's um, yeah. positioning your country. Like if you think about Jamaica, right? The first thing that you think about Jamaica is Dance reggae. hall. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Dance hall and reggae. 
reggae, you yeah. know, um, drill in the UK, you know. So um, I think there was a bit of a missed opportunity and mm. it's it's gone. I'm a piano is actually gone, like technically. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. gone. It's a global thing now. It's, it's not... You it's no longer ours. It's not ours. I think we are the originators and that's fantastic. Just mm. like Chicago is the originator of house, but it's not theirs anymore. Like there's a it's, South African house. There's, you know, it's Europe. True. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. What drives Tando? You are, I mean, I've been following you on social media for so long and only this moment am I meeting you for the first time. <laughs> Um, and, you know, from what I see, you're extremely driven and you're, you, you, you are a goal-driven person. What drives you? I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, I think it's family, eh? Mm. Um, so I come from, I'm from, from Durban, <clears throat> and I think it's competing with my brothers and sisters. It's as simple as that. <laughs> 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 who is the fame? Who is the fame, right? I love right? that. Yeah. So, so my sister's very, um, my sister's in medicine. I, I have a, an older brother who's in business. That You know, they're just they're that killing kind it of family. There. Yeah, they're yeah. killing it out there. So you just don't want to be that <laughs> that family member. So I know people always say it's family. Yeah. I do this for my family. Right. I do. <laughs> but, you know, we're just trying to see who's going who's gonna to get as many wins this year as possible. I so I, I think it's family. It's just the sort of background that you come from. Yeah. Uh, and an expectation from parents, I guess, from childhood. You just are going to be successful and that's yeah. just what it is. And, yeah. you know, you just keep moving that way. Yeah. Wow. I love <laughs> the fact that you say you just are going to be successful and you keep moving in that way. Because it reminds me of an iconic moment when Oprah was interviewed and she was asked about whether or not she'll be successful. And she was like, no matter what, this was early in her career, no matter what, I'm going to be successful. Yeah. And that's that's just how it is. I'm going to be successful. And I think a lot of us women are very scared to make those kind of premonitions. So it's quite nice to hear you say that and lastly just you know we do this with all the ladies that come you know Tanda's doing phenomenally well you're traveling the world you've got this career you've got this amazing strong family but there's a woman listening right now who yes. really is only winning and maybe the fact that her kids love her to bits but everything else is just falling apart mm. what inspirational words do you have for her just to to keep going I always, um, because I've been through those moments as well, because mm. everything is not about winning, yeah. <laughs> is everything is a season. So there's a season in which you're in this moment that is difficult, it's challenging, and maybe the only joy is the children, or the only joy is that at least I have my health, or the only joy is, you know, whatever is bringing you joy, focus on that and know that this is, you know, that season is also a time for you to prepare for the next season. Mm. So spring is coming. Summer will come, you know, you will reap your rewards. So um, it's it. difficult and it's hard when yeah. you're in that season, when you feel like you're trading water or you're moving backwards or there's no light, you know, you just don't see any future. Mm. But it will end because yeah. everything is a season. Everything I really do season. believe that. And wow. just as, as in when you're in a season of being very successful, also there's a humility that needs to come with that and appreci appreciation of this is a great season that I'm in now, but I also need to be preparing for, you know, another change. I couldn't have said it better. It's a season. I love the fact that you say prepare in the down season. Prepare in the winter, just like the, the bears hibernate and take <laughs> yeah. all the food. Yeah. Uh, they are preparing for the summer season. Tando, thank you so much for your time. We really do thank appreciate you. it. So amazing. So there you have it. Prepare for your season. Uh, the amazing Tando Makunga in studio. Of course, she's a South African music business executive and the managing director of the largest independent music publisher in Africa, Sheer Publishing.